All right, let's go for the second show. Um, you got your we get into our, 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 we get into our uh, fe- uh, fe- uh, fetal positions when we talk about this episode because it's just <laughs> that's, boring. That's easy for him to say. <laughs> God. All right, here we go. Do you it just, wasn't hold bad. On, hold, hold on, pause. Sorry, Frank, sorry. Frank, what did you just say? Re- what? Re- repeat what you just said word for word. I have my mouse hovering over a certain button. What did you just say? Nothing. That's what I fucking thought. What did he say? He has a he has a Chip Chipperson ban, and he just had the audacity to sneak one in under the radar. Don't ask him what it is. Just accept it, because I don't want to fucking hear about it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, theme song. You got your clip ready for this? Your James Earl Jones clip? <laughs> yes, I do. Is this going to play? Breathe, Frank. Breathe. <laughs> Submitted for your approval. Breathe, dog. Tales of expectations shattered. Assumptions obliterated. Preconceived notions stuffed into a bag of doubts and tossed into a lake of hunches. <laughs> All without the boring 30-minute setups. First on tonight's Manifest of the Unknown, even in our modern age, a dog can be man's best friend. But what happens when the URL from pets.com is redirected to... Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. Benjamin Ramsey is the man on a mission, said mission involving a declaration of war on an enemy that has never been defeated. The enemy is death, and Dr. Ramsey will soon discover that trying to overcome it may not be the most prudent of courses, especially when the battle is waged in the Twilight Zone. He doesn't know the power of the dark side. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 217. It's Lost Classic number two, where the dead are. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Franklin. I'm tired. Dick limp ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so we watched an episode of Night Gallery tonight. Oh, sorry. Twilight Zone tonight. Oh, come on. And Deep cuts. I'd agree, though. That's pretty accurate. That's pretty uh, accurate. Yeah, I will say this. It, if there was any script that was more surling. This is it, yeah. Good God. It, yeah, yeah, this is very surling. Just quoting Shakespeare for ten minutes at a time. Yeah. You know. He has his Bible quote, and it's about life and death and the mysteries of such. Showing off that college education. Yep. And war. For crying out loud, you know, Darth Vader even has a freaking uh, Shakespeare quote in the end. No, it was was from the Bible. Yeah, it was from the Bible. I don't remember. You know who Shakespeare was? (laughs) I will say this Shakespeare's in the Bible. If James Earl Jones would do audiobooks version of the Bible, I would pay more attention to the Bible. I'm just saying, if he read the whole thing, did. that would be pretty badass. I think he did. And Ezekiel, but he got, just keeps going and, and going. Well, some people would argue that Shakespeare is the Bible. So you and go. you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon you. I am the way. <laughs> <laughs> You've apparently, Pulp Fiction. 
That wasn't quite accurate either. But sure, you know, Shakespeare. Yeah. Now, could Samuel L. Jackson do audiobook version of the Bible without dropping an F bomb? Because I would think that would be like a new kind of preferred. I'd this motherfucker that. lived to 872 years old. Motherfucking Noah builds a fucking boat for his fucking family. What the fuck? You tell me those birds won't fucking on there? <laughs> Two of every that. fucking animal kiss my fucking ass. What's in yeah. your wallet? They had the whole garden to themselves, and Eve ain't the motherfucking apple from the motherfucking tree. It was Adam, but okay. Yeah. What? But, um, what? Oh, I'm no. just joking. No. I have no idea. It it's Eve. The problem... With this, who was it? Was it no Adam? I got it right. Uh, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> so, you don't like you're not a night I don't know dick about scripture. What dick? You, you, don't like, you don't like Night Gallery. Is that official? Night like, Gallery like, sucks. You don't like Night Gallery? Night Gallery is awful. Really? I wouldn't say it's awful. I would say it's it's fine. When's the last time you watched it though? And sat down and watched it episode by episode. Be careful because I said I said this once about Tales from the Dark Side. He schooled me on this one. No, I, I, it's been a while, but I, I, I don't know. I, I like the one where um, it's the same. It, it's basically a rehash of a Twilight Zone episode with Nazis. And he, he wants to get into the painting. Are you noticing a theme here? I am noticing a reoccurring okay. theme. I didn't want to point it out because yeah. that happened to me once, too. And you know, Yeah, but yours was accidental. He's just flat out saying he endorses this shit. He's, he, he's throwing the overtones yeah. on top of the overtones. Yeah. So show us your copy of Mein Kampf. <laughs> So um, hold on, hold on. Which version? Well, I mean, you know, the original, the only one you should have. I mean, the only copy you should own. Yeah. Let me go to my Perfect genocide history. shelf. The one that's not narrated by James Earl Jones. <laughs> Adolf Hitler. I'll be here all week, folks. Adolf Hitler was a cha- was a, a misunderstood man. What? He, no, was a, he was a humble painter. Understood. He's a fucking nutcase. Loves this German shepherd. A little too much. <laughs> I heard he liked to get shit on. That was that was his thing. Hey, he liked to get pat and poop on right. his chest. He's German, of course he does. But point is, his best friend was gay. He loved to get fucked in the ass. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. Are you fucking done, Dick? Filling with your what fucking are you mic? Doing messing with your like, putting the microphone in his bum. I'm trying to fix this piece of shit tripod that has no screws attached. They just kind of freely hang in there, and it just is gonna fall. All so. right, you fix that. Get some duct tape already. Give me a thumbs up when you're done, because it is infuriating to listen to that. This. So Phoenix, what do you think of? <laughs> He's leaving. He's walking away right now. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, tonight we watched Where the Dead Are. It's it's the only other lost classic from 1994. And it's a long one. It's the longest episode technically he's ever done. And I don't know what the fuck happens in this thing. Oh, God, he brought back my comp. <laughs> he did. He Jesus Christ. My God, I was joking. <sighs> I was joking. Can you can you at least pretend to have to search for it? Why does it have to be at the ready? I know. Well, that takes three. Like, seconds. He doesn't even leave frame all the way. He's 
The library is literally right. right there. I'm not going to encourage him anymore, I swear, because the next thing he's going to do is going to go oh, pull out he... his little swastika armband and put on his arm and shit. Oh, no, don't do it! Yeah. Don't you do it! God damn it, no! Phoenix, in Dick's defense, he doesn't <laughs> live in a kitchen. It's true. Yeah. It's true. We're on, we're on one side, and Dick is clearly on genocide. So Whoa. that's where the two sides are. Jennifer Aniston, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Jennifer Aniston rules. Genocide's more than one. There's more. There's only one of her. Nope. Why are we talking about Jennifer Aniston? Genocide. She should be murdered. Oh. Jen on the side. Gotcha. I think. Lost me. Okay. Okay. Seriously, I don't want to sit here forever. Um, A doctor does an apodectomy on some weird guy, and the guy dies, and then James Franco comes up, does a joke, and then the patient dies, like I said, and then the doctor finally notices after after the surgery that that the guy has a massive skull fracture that he should have died from, and this sets off the entire plot. Uh, Yeah, like, he should have died, like, four times over by the time he was done. Yeah, examine this man because his but skull yeah, is caving. Got up and walked away anyway. But the guy did a full-on apodectomy on the guy without search, like looking at the guy's body to, or, or checking anything. He's that good or terrible. Well, I'm thinking well, this. This was probably trying to emphasize the whole point that surgery back then was just not like it was just all like, well, can't fix it. Chop it the fuck off or kill the guy. Reach into his gooey innards and hopefully something happens. Yeah, pull on this. Does that feel better? How about that? that, He's not answering. Oh, he's dead. Give him some more ether. He'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, I like when they were putting the ether on the guy, just dumping it over the napkin. Yeah. This this guy was straight up walking cock and balls. That's all he was. Technically speaking, though, this guy was already dead. So come on. Give them some credit. It was still warm. He had some gusto to him. Like he, he, he walked around like he was the shit. Well, that's because he uh, was a big leader in the IRA, and he went after Harrison Ford and his family. We're going to get to a point in this episode where I don't know what the fuck happened, and we're going to have a debate. But unfortunately, we have to talk about the entire plot until then. I I fast-forwarded about ten minutes of it. Oh, fuck you. I had to sit through the whole fucking thing. Fuck you. I fell asleep and had to backtrack and watch it again. Fuck you. I got what was going on. The first 20 minutes were so just... Non consequential setup. Yeah. Yeah. Once you hear the there name, no setup. Once you hear the name Jeremy Wait, Jeremy Wheaton, you could fast That's forward. All you need to know until yeah. toward the end. It is so, a very fifties amount of, bu- of build up to get to Jeremy Wheaton. It looks like every fifties B movie they did on Mystery Science Theater, where it's just a guy doing shady shit in his basement. The main character stumbles into it and goes in the basement, sees it, and then sit around the house while everyone slowly dies. That's the whole fucking plot. It's it's every B movie from the fifties you've ever seen about that. But I like Jack Plants. I enjoyed his Yeah, yeah. His there wasn't enough of Jack Plants for me. There's lots of Jack Palance. Yeah. Jack Jack Palance was in there plenty. But but, but Jack Palance was not. No, not once. Uh, he, he t- okay, no, we need to move on. Uh, t- he talks to some guy about some other guy named Jeremy Wheaton, who was a researcher for regeneration, and then he got a skull fracture of his own and vanished. He goes to some weird, like, it looks like one of those scenes in a vampire or werewolf movie where they're like, you can't go there. It's sh- shady shit's happening. Like, all the locals are super creepy. You don't want to go down there. Oh, 
yeah, it's the it's the it's the tavern in Werewolf in London. It's it's, it's uh, Fred Gwynn from Pet Cemetery. I'm you want to go dead. down there? Sometimes yeah. dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. You remind me of like Discount Russell Crowe. Who? Patrick Bergman. The main the main guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What's his that name? I have it written down somewhere. Patrick Bergman. Uh, he, he was, was no, he's, his character he's name. He's a 90s guy. He was like, like it's kind of weird, early 90s. Like, he was in his prime. So him doing this Ramsey. show. What is it? His name is Ramsey in the episode. Oh, in the episode. Yeah, yeah. But this, he was actually kind of a, a big name at the time because he was in a, he was in a, a Julia Roberts movie. Where it was a big hit and that made her like a big star at that time because this is like early '90s and he's in Patriot Games. He was in Robin Hood. He had a Robin Hood movie with Uma Thurman, and then I think he was in a few other things. Like, he had a pretty decent career going on. So to it's get Robin him Hood. for this, uh, oh, I was like the one that no one cares about. What the, one the lesser Robin Hood? No, I would say it's below that. Men tights. It's a below, way below. Uh, Men tights is above both of those movies. Roger Corman's oh, yeah, Robin Hood. Roger Corman, Robin Hood never got. I'm on the East Bank. I'm on the West Bank. This ain't the Mississippi. (laughs) Okay. All I know is the the Ridley Scott Robin Hood is a piece of fucking shit too. He goes. Oh yeah, yeah, terrible. It's Ridley Scott. And then that other one they did after that with the kid from Kingsman. Oh, that was even worse. Stop making Robin Hood movies. Nobody fucking likes them. Nobody. That that movie's one of the worst things Uh, I've ever seen. Ridley Scott's a bit of an atheist, if I may say so myself. Ridley Scott hates God. So. He he, looking for Wheaton. Uh, they tell him he's on Shadow Island. The all the voices in this episode sound like they're dubbed. I I really thought it was like MST jokes, like they were dubbed over the actual movie. And I'm like, who's talking? I'm like, oh, the main character's talking. And of course, the pan flute. He, he goes into a bar and he asks where to find him. And fucking Katy Perry, who s- seems to have like the weird downstairs wets for this dude, is like all over him. Like, she hey, stay here. She's got some big tits. And she's like, titties. he's out the island, but you'll find he's more mean than the rest of us. And then it shows him going to the island. And apparently, this island is like hundreds of miles out at sea because they show a shot of him and there's no land in the background. What was the point of that scene anyway, where she's like coming on to him like a cat in heat, and he just like walks away? Was that just to show that he's definitely a homosexual, or no? It shows that he's dead inside. Okay. Because at the end, he puts the max, you put the max spin on her, and be like, "You want me to have dinner with you, you tonight? Cause... And I'll eat your asshole like I ate a rabbit, <laughs> rabbit stew." <laughs> but that didn't happen. That wasn't in the original script. No, they. It's in my version. If I do a filthy version, it'll be in that. I don't know. I'm filthy version. He loves the cock, so. Yeah. Well. Okay. Fine. Nothing wrong with that. Unless Dick can prove a book that he's going to bring out. That's so. Just something wrong with that. Are you good? We good? Okay. Oh no! No! You encouraged him. You did that. (laughs) That was more of a challenge at this point. It's like his (sighs) box of hate in the corner. He's just got a whole closet plate. Well, we just had a rally yesterday, so let me grab the box. <sighs> okay. I got the lighter fluid. I got the little cross. Nope. I'll set those over there. The closet just has an upside-down cross on the front of it, you know. That's too good. Out of nowhere, when he's on the, he's getting ready for the boat, a box crashes on a guy and kills him, and everyone's just kind of like, he's dead. Meh. Yeah. No, so, nobody uh, reacts. Why don't nobody you get runs, out of Nobody screams. He just, guy just goes... Pfft. Another day. Yeah, but back then, that was kind of like another I mean, day. Another day in the docks. Yep. 
just, uh, you know. I mean, if that was the case, if I was a dock worker back then, I would try to drop one on somebody just for fucking something to talk about later, you know? There's a reason they they, they were the first ones to uh, unionize. I mean, yeah. Dick, are you going to pull out a rainbow flag to burn, or are you good? (laughs) I'm waiting. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus. Jesus Christ. I no, quit. Just, I no, fucking no. quit. To be fair, to be fair, I know he has these books. He's interested in this, interested in this shit because he wrote a book about World War II and shit, and he's interested <sighs> in that shit. So I, I have to read. You have to read about the darkness of man to understand the darkness of man. It's just research. It's for uh, books. Yeah. That I write. Oh, is research. that the, is that yeah, the name of your group, right. the Darkness huh? of Man? Yeah. Yes. That's the name of my underground newsletter, The Darkness of Man. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We hate the darkness in men. Literally. <laughs> Pigment-wise. We hate, we hate the darkness in men that know how to add. Hey, Dick, were you aware it's Black History Month? I'm just curious if, if, you're, I, if you're aware. that Completely. I thought, know, I, we're only going to choose at first. I thought for sure you are going to protest the rest of the episode. Just throwing month. it out there, buddy. <laughs> There's a reason it's only 28 days. Aware. I've been protesting the last two days. If it's up to me, it's the fucking last one because there's no more history. Okay? Like, Christ, man, calm there down. There is no history. There are history. The last thousand years are a rumor. <laughs> it never happened. I thought it was really nice of Jeremy to lay out his green science mist for when the doctor arrives on his island. Because it's like green mist second he arrives. Well, that's that was like I I started to get like a little bit, and I mean a very little bit excited when that happens. I'm like, okay, now something's going to start happening because up until this point, it's just set up, man. It's just talking and dialogue, and like the part where he's on the boat to go to the island. Like I'm like, are you going to not show the boat, or is he just going to look up at a mast, and that's how you cheap your way out of having a boat scene? It feels right. like. Why I hate Lovecraft. I, I just cannot get down. You with know that. what? You got a point with that because it's like it, it, I, I'll be honest with you. I like I like Lovecraft stuff. I like the concepts more than the actual works because I yeah. like what how Lovecraft influences things a lot better than just reading straight up Lovecraft. Because you're right, a lot of it is just people talking. Oh my god! And, and talking and about things, talking, you know, describing the architecture of the town itself right it just like 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 the madness of the moon and the most like most of you know fucking the call of cthulhu is describing the stone that he finds of cthulhu like like in in graphic detail the soapy stone that he finds it's like it goes on for like at least four chapters of this describing this rock you know it's like fuck i i I think it was called something of 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 isthmus isthmus no, the mist of Christmas. Yeah, that. Which is pretty much what the mist is based on. Yeah, it's, it's kind yeah, of like that, that, that book is hot. Dude, I, I, I gave it my best shot. But it, it turns out, which is kind of a running theme with this episode, that the, the mist just kind of doesn't represent anything. It's just kind no, of there. It's green science mist he sprayed because he saw this guy was coming on a boat from 30 miles away. He's like, shh. When he got right. near. Yeah, he had the fogger going. Yeah. I don't know what we're looking at. Oh. A couple of water. He has the the hardcover version of the paperback that I have. I have the exact same book on paperback. Yeah. Why do you have your entire library at the ready? 
It's literally right there. Do you have like how your, many books? Do you own? How many hooded men are off to the side where we can't see them? He's <laughs> handing you books. What he's not telling you is he's got some people doing a seance in the bathroom, and there's a fucking <laughs> clan meeting in the next bedroom. He's got, all we're trying to do is like start the, a club called the Fourth Right. It's like so the, what? It's like the Space Monkeys in Flight Club. Just a house full of them, all doing weird, wicked shit. And they're all over. Plumber Paulson. Phoenix, here's a weird thing. All of us are in our natural habitat. He's in the kitchen. What's his natural habitat really look his like? Na- it's a natural like habitat of hate. Be like just. It's it's not much. How much human skid? How much human skid by pound? Would you say you have in your fridge right now? Oh, like four. It's not that bad. four pounds of human skin. That's pretty good. That's that's a considerable yeah. more amount than I do. Well, it's that lamp made out of skin. COVID really has put the kibosh <laughs> on killing people this year. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I want, yeah that's a skin lamp. So here's the thing. <laughs> Let me tell you about my beauty. Let me tell you about my, my hobbies. B-Y-O-H. Bring your own hood, people. Come on. I'm sick of supplying them. With COVID going on, we can't be supplying hoods. We have to keep washing our hands. Anyway, he Jack Palance is in a wheelchair, and he reminded me of the movie Dead Silence, if you guys have seen that, where I thought he was going to be a puppet for that lady, because she's standing right behind him while he's talking. I'm like, is she puppeteering this motherfucker? That's going to be awesome. Somehow, Jack Palance, as old as and bad as he looks in this episode, lived another 12 years. Well, yeah. Was that makeup in this episode? I think so. Yeah, probably just or didn't have <laughs> as much makeup time, on yeah. him. Do you, do you have a? My grandfather's dead, so it shouldn't be calling him anymore. Do so. you have a rally to get to, Dick? Are you good? <laughs> oh shit! I forgot. <laughs> we have to. We have to wrap this up, fellas. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you, man. If you got to go, spread your word. Spread go your word. He's uh, late for a meeting. If you Jesus. have to go yell into a megaphone in a town square somewhere, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you, man. <sighs> Just because you have certain people, certain people's certain lawns people to get to, know. that's fine. <laughs> anyway, he's walking around. The scientist dude is walking around uh, the house for no reason. The, the editing in this scene is terrible. He's talking to Jack Palance, and suddenly he's just walking around the house. And he walks in, and he sees the woman who appears to be doing like bringing a zombie back from the dead. In a closet, in like a really small room. Like, this is their lab. This is so cheap. And then he walks back and he's like, I just saw someone come back from the dead. And he's like, no, well, you shouldn't have seen Phoenix, that. Well, they had to spend all of their money on Jack Pounce's salary. So there had left no other room for, you know, the lab, lab laboratory to bring the, the guy back from the dead. It, it's awful. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it was good enough for, you know, moonshiners. This whole episode felt like that they George Romero movie. What was it? Island of the Dead. The, the one where there's yeah. two, two, two Irish fighting. Yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like to me. That's a, a little bit. <clears throat> it's not Survival of the Dead. It's the one after that. Diary of the Dead. Yeah. Diary of the Dead. Yeah. yeah it a, also feels a lot like. Unwatchable. Like Rod, Rod Serling is trying to emulate better writers a little too much for his no, own. Better writers right. in that genre. He is not a radio this drama. type of genre. This one feels like a radio Which drama. is why Night Gallery sucks, because Night Gallery is all him trying to be in that genre that he cannot be in. Okay. It's all so this gothic... It's all Edgar Allan Poe gothic horror. I hate okay. the Night Gallery. Yeah, a little bit of that shit goes a long way. Yeah, for real. 
But um, Jack Palance is in The Horseman, directed by... Anybody want to guess? No, nope, not, not falling for that okay. shit. Um, he's also in Angel's Revenge, which is an MST episode. He's also that in a Roger Waters that. music video. And Tango and Cash. And both him and the main character from this episode are both in Good. 1999 Treasure Island. Did you say Roger Waters music video? He's in a Roger Waters music video from uh, uh, Pros and Cons of Hitchhiking. Oh, oh, is that the one where he's driving? Is that with, with Richard Gere in it? I don't know about that. I didn't, I didn't watch the video. I just saw he's on there. His okay. hands swap just like two balloons. He gets knocked out by the by the lady who the the lady who's working Thanks for Floyd, Dick. Jack, Jack Palance. Um, I, I, I say it like Adam with Jack Palance. I no. think it's because we're Midwesterners. It's hard for me Jake to say Lance. Jack Palance. But Jack I, think, I think those guys on the right are correct, or at least Frank, the one that said I it. Think I think the guys on the right are in their own podcast within the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He wakes up the next day, and there's no witnesses to his story, and everyone thinks he's crazy. And then I took a day off from watching it, because I was like, I can't fucking watch anymore. And I went to bed and came back the next day. Um, Wheaton has heart seizure, and for some reason the main character is there to help him, even though he saw he's bringing people back from the dead and, and really shady as shit and a dick to him. I don't, I don't know why this happens or anything happens from here on out. I'm glad you paid attention to this episode. The only thing I noticed right away is like everybody You'll notice on the I island stop. is an asshole. <clears throat> you yeah. notice that too? It's like, That's why I said it's... Is, why is Jack Palance the nicest guy on this? But they all oh, say yeah, he's an asshole. What's that? But they all say he's not as nice as us. I'm like, holy shit, he's going to be a real dick then. And the thing is, is I've been to towns like that. So it's like I can relate to a lot of the bullshit this guy's going through. It's like, yeah, I've lived in towns like this before. Didn't it remind you of when you drove through Tennessee? Yeah, big time. Yeah, Tennessee is exactly like this. This might have been been Tennessee. The island of Tennessee. I felt the same thing. (laughs) It's awful. Back when Tennessee was an island. Back before the modern man got to him, the blacks. No, modern man into a landlocked st- the whites. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. With their technology. No, it, it's it's a fucking terrible state with some cool cities, and the rest of it is garbage. Um, but what, Ohio, Tennessee, I and think, Ohio. Put yeah. it this way: I think George Miller came up with Mad Max because he drove through Tennessee once. I think he got the whole idea for that entire universe just based on one trip through Tennessee. It is a, exactly. It's a quick the vibe drive I got too. from it. Tennessee is a quick drive because it's not very tall, you know, when you go north-south or south-north. It's not very, you're not in it long, but you're like, holy shit, this is insanity. But the way people drive reminds you of why you don't want to be there any longer than you might have passed through it. Um, let's see here. Um, Jack Palance talks for 20 minutes. He does a 20-minute speech, would you say? It, it, as much as I like Jack Palance or Palance, however the fuck you want to pronounce it, it, that's where I started to drift. When when it, when it was just a dialogue between our protagonist and Jack Palance, yes. I passed out. Took me I the was, fuck out. I of was it. invested into Whoa. it. I was invested into it up to that point, but it's just that dialogue felt like it was going on and not getting anywhere fast. And it just, I checked out. I passed out. The only reason I liked it is at least it was more interesting than the awful drivel before or after it. Oh, 100%. It's it's actually a pretty good story, but it's also a little too... There you go, the, that music. And it's it's a little too dialogue-heavy. Well, it's thorough. 
it's 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 like the first one there's like not enough story and this one there's like it they're overdoing it like just just way overdoing it. it's like okay please arrive at some kind of fucking get when are you it felt like something that's that's never starting like like you know how they're always joking on on mystery science theater like the, waiting for the movie to start i feel like we're in a video that's never gonna fucking start that's what this felt like felt like yes. an episode of the twilight zone that refuses to start it felt like the preamble for an episode and they're going to eventually get to the plot. And we're just like, you're, you're waiting and you're fucking ready to come. You're like, and it just never happens. It's, it's like a super cut of Rod Serling intros. Yeah. It's, just yeah, constantly. It, it is blue Rod balls, Serling blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I do have a clip here. I want to play. I'm just playing live from the stream, but it, 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 this is when he's talking to, to Jack in his bed who shows his stub legs and says he wasn't, he didn't, Fall in front of the train. They threw him in front of it. I don't understand anything from here on out, but he does this speech, and he sounds like Peter Dinklage to me here. There was a battle there. Long rows of ripe corn. And behind them, long rows of men. The rifle and artillery were like a scythe running through those lines. And he just keeps fucking going. And then after this speech, Jack Palance just is like, hold my fucking script, dude. Hold it up, because it is 20 pages, and I need to memorize this shit. And he just goes on like, there's two to 300 people in this town. I brought them all back to life. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, oh, we do see a flashback from the, from, sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place, I know, because my notes are just like, what the fuck is that? Because no, actually, the scene's pretty much all over the place, too, yeah. so you're on par. Because yeah, our dude. main character, mm-hmm. Ramsey, is telling doing this speech in front of the window, like, but the window's closed. What the fuck is, is he staring out at? I have no idea. Look at this shit. But he's doing this speech, and then it cuts to a, like, Freddy Krueger-type horror thing. About the Civil War here, if you don't know this, but it's like it's like a Freddy Lamer and Elm Street scene. The way it's shot, look at this. It looks like an. You know when they do the when they do the flashbacks for Freddy, like the the, the nurses, yeah. the Catholic Catholic nurses are showing up, and the baby's born. I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take off your amputate your arm, bitch. Yeah, that looks like that. It looks that bad. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? He's in the Civil War. Okay, what the fuck? What does this have to do with anything? And it turns out nothing. Well, it, 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 he's the whole thing is the death issue, and he I, was surrounded by death in the Civil War. I thought you were going to side with the South here. Okay. No, no, no. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, um, no, never should have uh, let him free. Anyway, he's <laughs> oh. Oh. Politically incorrect. Do do you want to know what's going on? Because I was able to figure it out after I finally watched the third fucking act. What what, what's going on is he's yeah. I didn't even get a chance to answer. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yes, I I I thought it was wasn't an answer. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) He's he's got PTSD. All right, because of all the lives that he lost, and he wanted to actually save some lives, and he thinks that he he wants to find this guy, Jack. Palance, all right, because he's able to, he found out that he's able to preserve life. What he doesn't realize is he's not really preserving life, he's reanimating people. So it's also reanimators. So there is, there's also a, a connection. I knew you were going to fucking do that shit, dude. But uh, there's also a connection to, to your Lovecraft shit here because that they're, you know, reanimating people, duh. So the whole gist of it is, though, is Jack Palance is on the island full of people that have never died. 
or people that died, but he has to keep bringing them back over and over again. He's devised a serum to bring these people back from the from death. The problem is, is there's he has no way of finding out. He has to keep giving these people injections. Sometimes it, it is there's no random like like order to it. Some people need a little bit of a uh, little bit of serum to come back. Some people need more of it to come back. And the deal of it is, is he's all of those people don't want to die, so they ripped his legs off and put him in that wheelchair so that he can't run away from the island. So he's literally cool a prisoner story. of his own creation. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool story, but yeah. the problem is is that the, the show spends the whole time explaining the story to you rather than showing it to you. Yeah. Like, the premise is awesome. It's just... Yeah, it's a great idea for a story, but it, it, it's, it's like I said, it's him trying to be Lovecraft, and it's kind of up its own ass. You know what would have been more just... fun? Seeing all that. Yeah, right? Like, I want to see the episode the before we thing. before we see this episode. I want to see that episode. Them going, yeah. ah, rip his fucking legs off. Rather That's than the way... Expensive. You could have just turned this around and just had that whole thing unfold like that. Like he was, I was going to say, though, uh, when, when you were playing that flute music and you look at Frank, his yeah. lips are below the screen. So I felt <laughs> like he was playing the flute off, off camera there. That's what it looked like to me. Oh, Hold on, Dick, do it. But, uh, yeah, no, because I was reading uh, Jack Palance's World War II uh, history. <laughs> so, uh... Dick's been practicing. Ah! Uh, Let this meeting start. All right, guys. That's enough pan flute. <laughs> so, uh, so before Jack Palance got to the war, he uh, crashed his B-24 uh, Liberator bomber in Arizona uh, uh, as a student pilot. <laughs> I never made it. Oh, shit. Is that true? Yeah. He probably did it on huh. purpose so he didn't have to go to fucking war. Him and Harrison Ford should get together. Oh, he's dead. That's why his face all fucked up. I crashed my plane. Is that why he can't move his fucking jaw? Yeah. <laughs> guys, uh, uh, yeah uh, well, let me know, quote Jimmy Shakespeare Stewart. at you. He had yeah. a... But he he was a boxer before that. Well, Jimmy Stewart actually fought, uh, had um, bomb drops in World War II because he he joined the service, and he did run mission drops. And I guess they said Jimmy if Stewart watched, had PTSD, and he actually if, used some of that when he made Wonderful, Wonderful Life. Life. Yeah, yeah, you watch Wonderful Life, and you see him doing it. That's him dealing with PTSD, like real real. Yeah, on which you think it's overacting, but it's just him dealing with PTSD. No, him overacting as Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I fainted. Hour, you cocksucker! Like I know, I've been talking for six hours. <sighs> That's him overacting. I um, do like The Simpsons when they had Mr. Smith goes to Washington with with Mel Gibson. Yeah. That's did a good one. You, did you notice in this episode they say uh, he goes? This is Jack Palance's quote. That's the vision, the shining vision. I go, Stephen King watched this episode, or, or read that script, because uh, before The Shining. That's how checked out you were. You were just waiting for something, anything I was. to latch onto it and, and, and stay invested. Yeah, because it, it, like I said, it starts off, it's a cool premise, but it just keeps meandering way too long past its well. Did they ever make like novelizations of, of his writing? So maybe that's where Stephen King got I it. I have maybe one. Yeah, is it is it a script like a like a novel form? Not this particular episode or you know, script, but well, I do have they do have his scripts and books. Definitely, I have okay, one behind so. me. I don't like to touch it often because it's fucking old, so mm. it's gonna stay there. But uh, yeah, they do definitely. So mate, you know okay. why? I mean, he says the shining. It, it's crazy. 
and he's talking about how he can see things. It, it can't be a coincidence, right? It could have been right? an old folk tale, though, too. Yeah, like I was just going to say that. South or something. Yeah. This, this they could bring up your better. southern politics, Dick. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Back in the day when the, when the, the Jim Crow laws were in place. and Oh, you know, the good old days. On them. It, it would have been a better read than what we saw, unfortunately. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it, I give it a lot of props for the story. I agree with you, Frank. This was definitely a lot more interesting than the last one. But it did, unfortunately, the, the combination of that damn pan flute and the ongoing dialogue, which just feels like it goes on forever, Put me in a coma. It fucking yeah. knocked me out. It it's really a did. radio show. This was it a radio is. This is, this would have, oh, this was a radio episode. Yeah. Sure. I could see this being show. a better read or listen than watch. No. Definitely. Like, this could be remade with what Phoenix and I were saying. The stuff that they explained that happened, show that. Don't fucking explain it. Just show they, the audience. They've that already like, set up oh. precedents for showing flashbacks. Right. They saw the Freddy Krueger backstory. Make this better. Yeah. But rather than show the flashbacks of what it. happened to Let's him, we have to just watch Jack Palance explain it to us. And it's yes. like... For 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Here's where By I the get time co- something happens in this episode, you're already checked out. You're done. You're, you're out the door. Here's where I get confused. And this is where I stop paying full attention. Where I Because st- I, st- I kept pausing and starting and pausing and starting at this point. I'm going, all right, fu- I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to fuck off for 20 minutes and I'll be back. Eventually, Jack Plants tells him he put all the stuff in the water, or is that what he said? No, what he did is he he started injecting the people with water instead of reproducing the serum because he wanted wanted all the people on that island to die. Because he has to keep bringing these people back from the dead over and over and over again. They're holding him prisoner, and he has to keep injecting these people and bringing them back from the dead. Over and over and over and over and over again. So he wanted to get out of this by letting these people die of natural causes. So instead of giving them the injections, he was giving the, injecting them with water as a placebo instead of using the, uh, the the serum that he devised. Okay, if that's what happened, I have even more questions because after, yeah. after he says that, an overly British man comes in and is like, "My sister doesn't recognize me. She doesn't." And then he starts, he's charging after Jack Palance, and he's like, ah, and he goes to beat him up, and he realizes he's dying in a, in a bed with no legs, and he's like, Well, that's, ah. the, that's the funny part, is he said, he, he had said, you better get off this island before they discover what I'm doing. They're yeah. going to find out eventually, and they find out, like, almost after he finishes the sentence, so. Yes, but then he does something fucking hilarious, um, which is just, right. just perfect. I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Here's this guy. Let me grab it. He's dead. Did I already miss it? Where's this? Yeah, you went a little too far. I don't know. The thing is, this entire episode looks exactly. Oh, here he is. Yeah, it does. It it looks like camera horror film. Like some more. That's Jim Varney. Baiting. Baiting? You baiting in here? Well, Mr. Bainbridge. Okay. Zombie dude. Zombie Amish guy. Dressed like a cowboy. Look at me. Please. Look at me. Oh, I see you, Mr. Bainbridge. I see you. I'm going to pause it for a second or mute it for a second here because I don't want to get... I don't know if they'll do it, but I want to talk over it. But he looks like a zombie. He looks like a Freddy Krueger creature. He's got a, a Amish hat on, dressed like a cowboy from the, from the neck down, though. They're talking, yada, yada, yada. It goes on and fucking on, obviously. And 
so this guy's a guy that he gave water to. That's why his sister doesn't recognize him, right? Correct. Yeah, he, he's 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 regressing. He kills Jack, Jack, and then he gets confronted by our mighty scary doctor here. <laughs> Throws him over a wheelchair. Now he has zombie face. Hold on, yeah, it's, it's like ha half his face. Hits him with the bat <laughs> before that. But. Yeah, yeah. Right, right through the sugar glass. Yeah. Rod Serling, baby. This is how you know it's a genuine Rod Serling script. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Through the window, they all go. The amount right of glass. The ending of this plot out the window. The amount of glass he's broken in, on ink and paper is is outstanding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny that the intro for a long time just had the sound of breaking glass in the background. Yeah, that's he just true. lets you know it's coming. He, he's broken more glass than 9 11. This is the shit I'm into. Here you go. Oh. No, it's true. It's true. Too soon? D <laughs> Dick is trying to break his own record, I swear. Wow, Dick. I love you. Controversy. Dick. Dick it. Controversy. Welcome to That's Racist by Dick Dickett. He he oh, Rams, no. Ramsey goes outside with the girl. They're running away from all the freaks, all the zombies. They get on a little paddle boat, and instead of going with the bitch, he just goes, bye, and he stays behind. They attack him, and then he wakes up sometime later, and they're all like, Mr. Ramsey, I assume you're like us. You, you were on the island. Urgh. And the, the beach reminded me of that new, the newest version of Nightmare at 20,000 feet. Remember that, Frank? Trying to forget it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that episode. You don't disagree with me, no. <laughs> no, um, and no, I'm glad you like a thing. I am. And then he, I'm glad you like a thing. She, he looks over and reads a note from her because they, he sees her like zombified corpse over here. And this is where I get lost here, and it gets really weird. Because he sees her dead body, and then he finds a note that she wrote to him. And she's reading it to him. She's like, I died at age 8. At age 23, I died again. Blah, blah, blah. But she's also on screen, reading the note out That's loud to weird, him. That's a weird choice. Yeah. Watching him. Choice well, technically, he, like, he should have just read it out, out loud to himself. Well, because mm. Katy Perry with the big titty shows up, and she's in her spot. Remember? Is that a different girl? It's a different girl, yeah. Oh, that explains a lot. That removes all of my questions now. Th this was well, okay. Dick, this was in Dick's episode about you know three or four whiskey sours in you know. It was the same girl. Yeah, it was the girl from the from the tavern. Yeah, it was the same <laughs> girl. Yeah, it was the same girl, Phoenix. <laughs> same girl from the tavern, but not Jack Palance's assistant, right? Well, Jack Blanche, she was at first because she was reading the letter to him. One and in the same. And one in the same. Then she fades away and it's replaced by a big titty Katy Perry. Is and it the same playing. actress playing both roles or is it one role? Well, I don't know. That one's tough. No, it's the same actress is it? playing both roles. It's the same role. That, okay, that's what I'm asking. I have so many more questions then. Okay, well, let's get into this shit because I'm getting really no. fucking angry right now. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Here's what I saw yeah. here. Here's what yeah, I saw she, personally. The breast sizes of both actresses. She's on screen reading, and it turns into her, but then she's a real person in front of him, and is like, we're going to stay here, right? Blah, blah, blah. And she says some nonsense I don't give a shit about. Um, it cuts out for a second or two due to technical difficulties, and then it comes back, and she's <laughs> still talking. Weird. That was funny. 
And I was like, oh, she's back? So they're both dead? Like, they died. And this is like a weird heaven, hell thing? She's the same person. The same one. She's dead, though. We just saw her corpse right there. She didn't get up and move. I'm yeah, looking up on IMDb. Because Jack Palance wasn't alive to, you know, he's he was probably giving them all water. Pills, How did she go him. from rotting next to him as a corpse to magically standing here then? That's why I assume they died yeah. for real at this point, and then he, now he's seeing the truth that they're both dead, and they finally they, died for real. They screwed up. So you don't have an answer? No. No, nobody I'm does. I'm right now. I'm All right, he's on IMDb. I'm on Wiki, Wikipedia here. Yeah. So let's see if I can get the well, uh, me... synopsis. Yeah, university professor performs an apodectomy. Died six later. Okay, she claims she also died and was revived by her uncle. Ramsey decides not telling his university colleagues about Wheaton's discovery because the natural order requires all living things must die. Okay, I'm just going to share the screen. I'm not going to play any audio. <clears throat> Let's figure this out because here's, the, here's her dead body. He's watching her. And then... Okay, here, here's, here's what they said. Ramsey fends off the onslaught until morning just as they ferry to the mainland arrives. Before leaving... He finds a note from Wheaton's niece in which she claims she also died and was revived by her uncle. Ramsey decides not to tell his university colleagues about Wheaton's discovery because the natural order requires that all living things must die. So we, we saw none the of that. main dude made it. No. He is well, that's what it says here. Well, good for fucking them. That never happened. We don't see that. How could they say okay. that? Now, that, Janice, uh, Janice Stern played Susan Wheaton, and the other girl was played by Julia Campbell. So, completely different character. Yes. Okay, that removes all of my questions, because it looks like, according to me, you see her dead body, the original woman, she reads a note to him. I and went with it. (laughs) She reads a note to him. She's clearly a different person here than later. Yes. But then she reads a note, and it turns in, it looks like magically turns into this girl, because watch. Yeah. And it's still weird that well, one girl just Are they appears. on Tatooine? Yeah, they are. Okay, here's another thing, too, I read. You probably already knew this. but Ramsey the Skywalker. Se- the longer segment where the dead are was a complete script, Serling penned in 1968. Patrick Bergen See, and Jack Pound starred. He just cuts to her. Because it was, written, it was written four years after the end of the original series, this was not originally a Twilight Zone story. Wow. So we all got duped. The tale having thematic echoes, that's an understatement, of stories of unnatural prolonged longevity, such as Oscar Wilde's The Picture of Dorian Gray, Edgar Allan Poe's The Facts in the Chase of M. Valdemar, and H.P. Lovecraft's Cool Air. Bottom line, if Buck Houghton and Rod Serling had a season three budget with that, that would have been a great episode. With the effort put into editing the script down to something cohesive? Well, that's why I said Buck and yeah. Rod, season three. Yeah. This one needed to be as long as the other episode was. It did the, not need to be like a full fucking length movie. It was, it's nonsense. Uh, so this other woman just appears in the beach and they're like, yeah, but, but, I don't, but they're still stuck on this fucking island. So I don't, how do they? It doesn't help the fact that there's like three different women in this story. Then they all look a lot alike. Especially because we're watching a VHS transfer. Yeah, it's and, really bad, and it literally <laughs> does this, where it cuts the, it cuts the technical difficulties halfway through her speech. This is funny. I don't know if I have, like, if I can find, pinpoint it exactly. It's really quick, man. It's almost like parody level funny. Yeah, it's 
And she was the girl in um, uh, Rowan Michelle's go. High School Reunion. I'm actually glad that clip came in because I was really getting bored during this speech. Yeah, she reads her whole fucking letter to him. And then she's like, people are meant to die. Do you know what this scene reminded me of? Remember Deep Thoughts from uh, Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah. This is Deep Thoughts. Yeah. With Stuart Smalley? Yeah, Stuart Smalley. Yeah. Definitely. You know what's not funny? When they make a whole movie out of that. (laughs) Awful. Remember the movie? Oh, that was bad. This is like this is like a painting that you put in a doctor's office, you know. I'm waiting for the technical difficulties thing to come up. He looks he has such vacant blank stares all the time. He is hot. What? Because all of these actors want out of this so bad. <laughs> they just want it to end. No, I think he's like loving this, but I don't know why it sounds like he's dubbed every line he says. I'm gonna get an Emmy for this performance. You brought people back from the dead. Like sounds like a different volume than the rest of the, the characters. It's so weird. I don't, I don't know if it's going to cut. I might have been before this. It's probably a bad overdub. Discount Russell Crowe. Because <laughs> the, the, ocean, the ocean crashing against the fucking rocks probably fucked up all the sound while they were filming this. I'll just play it because nobody gives a shit. Um, yeah, this is a confusing watch because I wasn't miserable. I was bored for way too much of it, but I like the idea of the story more than the actual execution of it compared to the last episode where I didn't care for the execution and the, the version they presented me was eh. So, I... So, I, so what grade would you have given it? This is where it gets confusing. I really don't know. I don't know how I feel. It, it's if it, was tw- if it was 12 minutes long... I give it a seven, <laughs> but it's fifty something fucking minutes long. It's twelve <laughs> minutes of a story wrapped up in an hour it's and an, a half. It's minute. an hour and two minutes. It's sixty-three minutes almost. So you're Feels like, like an hour and a half. If it was, if this was three minutes and twelve seconds, I would have liked it. Yeah, I would have. It would have been was fun. An hour and two. There's so many. There twi- it is. There it is. Right there. <laughs> Man, and it's playing Christian music in the background. While She's got one more day to live. Of course it is. Thursday, May 19th, 1995. She dies on the 20th. 1 p.m. Anyway. So it was so bad that it had technical difficulties. Like it literally tried to kill itself when we're watching it. (laughs) People are going to die. It's 94. That was a big year. I guess I'll give it a 6 as well. Maybe a 5. But I liked it more than the last one, but I'm still going to give it a lower score. That doesn't make any sense, but it's how I feel. I'm going to give it a 5. Fuck it. Adam? No, you go first, Frank. I, okay. I, I I jumped the gun last time. You go this time. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm I'm gonna give it a six out of a ten because I the, the 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 premise behind it, the plot, Jack Palace was good, you know, and uh, you know what? I did not see him not having legs. I I like I I was pleasantly surprised at he, least. He says it. Uh, at one point, he actually shows one of the fake legs off, like with nothing yeah. on it. It's they like, they clearly like cut to a. The, they clearly it cut was a, to something. Terrible Oops. effect, but yeah. you know he but, was trying. They were trying. They were. Yeah, they tried. But I, yeah. but I went from not knowing to knowing. No, he's you. You missed a line yeah. of dialogue because he says he got ran over by a train, and lost his legs. He said that early on, but that was a lie. Yeah. He still lost his legs. 
Yeah, the, the real reason he has no legs is because the okay. people on that island ripped his legs off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the real reason why he had no legs was the shocker of the event. That. that was the twist, which Thank is, again, you. explained to you. It, it's, it's, all, it's all exposition, the whole yeah. fucking But episode. it's a twist, or even if, even if they showed that twist on screen, you saw them th- then throw him into something or rip his legs off, I would still go, ah. I'm not going, whoa, this changes my perception of the entire episode. No, it's it's... No, oh. but that's why I gave it a six and out of five. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Adam? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I'll go seven for this one because I do like the story a lot. However, I can't go any higher with it because this would have been a lot more fun to read. But even that, this is this is Rod Serling wearing his influences on his sleeve. It's, it, these are all ideas that have been done by other people that are better authors, I'm sorry to say than Rod Serling is. Uh, he, he even said he even said so in the Wikipedia. H.P. Lovecraft, uh, Edgar Allan Poe, okay? And this just reeks of, like, you know, hammer horror, gothic horror shit, which, like Phoenix said earlier, a little bit of that goes a very long way. But I also have to agree with, with Frank. Compared to the last episode, at least this one had a fucking plot. The problem is you're stuck watching people tell you the whole fucking story. You may as well be sitting in front of a campfire having somebody read you War and Peace. That's why I gave it a five. Even though I like this better than... I like the story better than the last episode. It's the execution where they really fail. Yeah. and I mean, I did like the performances. I thought they were doing the best with the material that they had, so I'll give them that. It it doesn't look shitty compared... You know, even though we're we're watching a bad print of this movie, I think it was filmed competently, but I didn't like the music. That really fucking made me go to sleep i can only watch old guys speaking in platitudes for so long until i start fucking checking out and i did i dozed off watching this several times dick okay sorry you thanks for playing i appreciate it six point three so that's point zero two five less than the last episode (laughs) yeah i think so i agree (laughs) 6.3 6.3 every goddamn time. <laughs> Roughly. Yeah, it's just, it, was, it was fine. I, like I said, it's, it's a radio drama, and I appreciate that, and that's about it. Here's a good question. Which one would you rather sit through again? Oh, boy. James uh, Earl Jones segments. The first one, because it was shorter. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm giving I, it a yeah, star more than this one. That's, that, that's the shit. part. Watch yeah. the, I would rather watch the James Earl Jones introduction. You know what? You brought up a good point. Is it possible to change my score? No. You do what you got to okay. do, man. Yeah, uh, I, I would think that well. just, just thinking about that now would probably drop it down to a six for me. Like I said, even though I love the the fact that Jack Palance was in it. Yeah, and he's the fact great. It was trying. It's just it, it, it drones on too long. So, yeah, I'm going to lower it back to a six. Exactly. Sure. He goes on way too long. It's it's. I like the story better in this one, but like I said, because the execution I one hundred percent agree like, with you guys. I can't. I can't make it go any higher than that. I can't. You're you're right. You're absolutely right. It's yeah. the story in the first one is so generic, but this one's interesting, and it's just they did it so shitty. And I wouldn't say all oh, the acting's good. I say Jack is good. The rest of the actors are, especially Ramsey, is fucking boring. Over the top boring. Jack Ram- uh, Ramsey, the guy, the main character, is like, like I said, it sounds like he's dubbed, and he's just droning on, and like, he's, oh, I can't get over his voice, and I thought it was MST style. Someone, someone who put, who were putting on YouTube was 
dubbing over the movie, and I was like, oh, this is going to be... You, oh, you could him. probably fix this episode if you edited it down to about 23 minutes. Like, if both of these episodes were about 23 minutes long, this we would probably have maybe slightly higher scores. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, I just wanted to ask the guy, what are you so mad about all the time? <laughs> he had to chop people up in the Civil War. Dude, he walked into the tavern first scene pissed. I'd be He's pissed to be in that time prob- too. He probably got sterilized because obviously no women had a single affair. Every woman in this movie's throwing themselves at him for no fucking reason, and he, he just walks away. He like, bangs hey. nary a one. He goes nowhere near that shit. He's he's basically Ernest Hemingway, you know. Loving the cock. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Loving uh, the cock. Yeah. Outro. Outro. Dick, do you want to kill all those people too? Um, yeah, let's play the outro. <laughs> To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. Brighter than... Like Ramsey might add, and death will come, despite the misguided efforts of men to delay or prevent it, even in the twilight zone. I like that I could put the pamphlet over that, and it doesn't sound any different than the episode. <laughs> I thought that was for the episode. No, that was me. Uh, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> this fucker keeps talking, though. That's how they keep fast-forwarding. This yeah. episode was sponsored by Zomfear's Greatest Hits. He sold over 2 million copies in Zimbabwe. 20 million. Yeah, 20 million 20 copies. 20 million records sold. And that was before yeah. the commercial. He sold all of them in Skokie. Illinois? <laughs> sure. Does this guy not look like he's in weird? he's the leader of a weird sex cult? Like he belongs in uh, Tiger King. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yo, what? Can I? Okay. Laugh me all you want. Was the ti- whole Tiger King thing real or fake? It was real. It was real. It was real. It yeah. just it seems real. like a parody. He did. It, it seems like a parody. That's what was so fun about it. Is you're is watching. Is he really it. dead? No. No, he ain't dead. It's yeah, you're dude, watching this thing thinking about like the the, the thing that's about Tiger King is it's it's funny to watch the fact that somebody would actually make their mm. own zoo. But then it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Like, not only did he do that, but then he also did this. And then this happened. It's like, every time you pull away a layer, you realize these people are just the most fucked up people that have ever lived on the planet. And they're still, most of them are all still alive. Except for Carol Baskin's husband. Fucking bitch. That bitch Carol Baskin. Carol see, Baskins. See, because I didn't want to watch it because I thought... Her husband later fed him to tigers. No, it ain't fake, dude. It's 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 one of the, the fucking most batshit crazy documentaries I've ever seen. I enjoyed it. And stay really there half naked with a tiger. Oh yeah. Stay, oh, yeah. stay yeah, tuned for the Nick Cage Tiger yeah, King Nick miniseries. Was, Nick, Nick Cage is gonna play that guy in a movie now. Because <laughs> no of miniseries. Is. It's a miniseries. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna I be can't wait. Too, I can't it? wait, dude. I can't wait for that shit. It's gonna be great. And if you're interested in Nick Cage, he also has a new show. I haven't watched it. It's on Netflix called oh, yeah. History of Swear Words. I have not watched uh, it. I don't have Netflix, but maybe I need to renew just so I can watch that. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. He he just hosts the segments. He shot all his scenes in one day because he's a fucking pro. And <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. You can go for twenty hours straight. Um, that's gonna say night called cocaine, right? Yeah. It, it, this we're done. Um, this episode, this this was a terrible day for me, for Twilight Zone. 
Because what we did, you know, we finished up the original series. We did a couple wrap-up episodes. and We still got to do some season ones, actually. We have some reduxes to do. This episode for me, uh, kind of going all over the place again. Just bear with me for a minute. This episode reminds me of Long Live Walter Jameson and Queen of the Nile. Mm. Both those episodes together in, in a night gallery nutshell. But, um, yeah, we did the original show. And then last week we did pre-Twilight Zone, the, sh- the episode of... of those De- were Desi- better. Desilu Playhouse. Those were way better oh, than this. Definitely. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the script that in the, in the, the show that got him Twilight Zone, and then we watched the movie after the Twilight Zone ended. Now we're... Today we just did his additional scripts. Next, next time we're doing some movies. We're doing movies that Rod wrote. And then we're doing that for three weeks, I think. And then we're moving on... Or two weeks. It's going to be Patterns and Requiem for a Heavyweight next week. Week after that is Seven Days in May. Directed by John Frankenheimer. And Planet of the Apes. So, you'll like it. You'll like it, trust me. Um, Frankenheimer's the man. I do have one quick thing to get through before we get out of here. I did some uh, Twilight Zone season averages, which is the IMDb scores. And I made an average rating. So we can see which season of the Twilight Zone is the best and the worst and blah, blah, blah. You can guess what season's the worst, right? Five? Nope. Four? Yes. Finally, you've come to my side. I don't agree. This is IMDb. <laughs> oh. So, season four had an average of 7.44. Uh, season five was right behind that with 7.47. Oh. And then season three was next with 7.62. And then, Frank, do you want to guess which is higher, season one or season two? Say season, wait, higher. Which has a higher score? It's got to go two, one. I mean, three, two. You are incorrect. It is uh, season two as a next for 7.67. The best season, according to viewers, is 7.74, season one. Hmm. Thought that was weird. Season two. That is weird. I wouldn't expect that. Season two. I would expect like two or three. Season two was good, don't get me wrong, but. Yeah. I'd go two, one, three, four, five. If I had to go top to bottom. Play this way. I'm glad I was able to do from season two on with you. And a lot of season one. There's still some season ones I haven't done, but I'm glad I was able to do some from season two on. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, th- I think I've said this before, but I'll mention it again because it's been still pertinent to the dis- discussion that we're having right now. But for a show that has as many episodes as Twilight Zone does, for you guys saying that season five is the worst one is like, I still was impressed by most of the episodes. So that's still a yeah. pretty impressive feat that a TV show that's only five seasons long had that many good episodes in the fifth season. I'm watching Star Trek episodes where there's entire seasons where I'm like, what the fuck were they smoking when they did this whole season? You know? Yeah, it's definitely so, not a good shit. Adam. <laughs> You know, I I'd like I, I watch shows and I have to push myself to get through a season because I know the show will get better. But it's like I'm like checking out sometimes. It's like, fuck, man, most shows fall apart after like the third episode, you know, whereas Twilight Zone was like 30 some fucking episodes in a season. It's OK if a couple of them suck because, you know, there'll be a good one here and there, you know, so it's definitely I, not us ripping on the show by saying this no. season sucked. It's saying. Compared to season one, two, three, these two seasons are bad. Um, I'll still watch the episodes, and I won't think anything of it. 
I'd rather watch that than like How I Met Your Mother or some bullshit like that. Well, that's the other thing is, see, we're watching TV shows now. I, I I'm reviewing a TV show right now that's only ten seasons or ten episodes long in the season. There's only been one episode where we didn't like, you know. So by like Twilight Zone averages, that would probably be like maybe four or five bad episodes, you know. So, like the the the, the episodes have to count more because TV seasons are shorter. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, every network is just waiting, you know, sitting there with the... Well, every every oh, story like that I've ever read about... Put your head on a block and be ready to chop it off. Yeah, dude. In any, any, any like, story I've ever read about any TV show where it's like the, uh, the season's too long, the writers get burnt out. Like, everybody suffers from burnout, and that's why the, the, the shit starts getting bad, like, towards later Game seasons. They just, they're, they're out of ideas, you know? Kind of like Game of Thrones, maybe? Oh, the whole fucking series for me, buddy. <sighs> Couldn't stand it. I could yeah. not stand Game of Thrones, and I'm not afraid to talk about it. That's fine. I watched maybe four or five episodes, and I just slept through all of them. Fuck it. Oh, you done? Not okay. everything's for everybody. <clears throat> maybe I should start listening to the pan flute tonight. Maybe I'll sleep better. Either Marconi's pan flute. <laughs> that instrument pisses me off. It reminds me of the worst part of the nineties. It's um yeah, it's it's a it's a good sign when your worst season of the show is better than ninety nine percent of the of shows that came after it for the next sixty years. You're yeah. saying a lot. Yeah. That says a lot. But it's not to say there aren't terrible episodes. There definitely are. It's just uh it, Oh, there's some stinkers. Oh, oh yeah. Um, we we finished on a stinker. Fucking Bewitching Pool is god awful. It's almost unwatchable. Well, the funny thing is, is doing that doing that whole season with you guys. I realized that there's a lot of them that I haven't seen. And then after watch, I'm like, well, this is why they never show this one because yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it, um... but that never stopped him from uh, showing black leather jackets. Like I've seen that fucking but, before. But, <laughs> and but the thing with it is, like I was saying to Phoenix, like sometimes. The worse the episodes are, the better the podcast is, because the more content it we, we really get depends. An episode has to have it's like I mean Adam has reviewed a bunch of B movies. It has to have that hilarious factor in it where there's much to talk about. But when it's just a boring one and it's right. bad, that's why I always say boring is worse than bad. I rather watch a shit episode and be these like these two episodes that we watched on this thing right here. There's not enough to make fun of. No. That's why, that's why we it's went off topic for quite a bit. A lot of nothing going yes. on in this whole thing, dude. Just nothing. The best episodes are where, like, I, we, Frank and I, especially early on, we're like, this is a bad one. And we just rip each scene apart, each line of dialogue. And we just go into depth. And But when it's boring, you're just like, it, it sucked. How many times can I say it sucked? That's why toward the end of the show, when Adam, when you joined, when we do a comedy episode, we're just like, it sucked. I don't know what else to say. I'm just mad, and and I've already said everything a thousand times at this point. This is episode two sixteen today that we're mm-hmm. doing two seventeen. How many times but can like, I say it? But like then again, things like one of our best, uh, you know, person. Like I, I think I've listened to it the most was Death Heads Revisited, and somehow we squeezed some comedy out of that. <laughs> you know, I would, I was I was just thinking about this just now. I would rather sit through the kick the can segment from the Twilight Zone movie. Oh. Again, then sit through these two episodes. Yes. Wow. No, I would because I kick the can. That kick the can was easy to make fun of, though. There's so much shit you can fucking laugh about. It's so bad you can laugh at it. These, it's not bad enough to where you're gonna laugh at it. 
it's just boring. It's, it's competently shot, but it's just especially doesn't have anything to deliver. Today, we're stuck with two made-for-TV episodes of, of a cheap program where they're just filming it to film it. They're not putting any work into it. There's nobody no. that's like, I want to make this. They're just people going, we, ha- like, we have two Rod Sterling scripts. We're going to do this because we have to put on something because, what is this, CBS before... I, what the fuck was on CBS at this there, point? There's, there's clearly no passion involved in any of this. No. If there was any passion at all, it was the for the few actors that were in this that give a shit about what they're doing on screen, but they were really reaching, you know. They, I hated the main this character. This was a CBS money grab. Yes. Oh, for sure, dude. Terrible. Some shameless, Terrible. shameless money grab. And Now, does this exist on a DVD or Blu-ray format anywhere? Uh, in Europe. Just... You have to buy it in Europe. It's only on, I think it, it's only on DVD in Europe. So, like I said, sense. buy a region free player and have fun. I wouldn't pay for this. Or get a VPN. NordVPN. You can I w- train your server. I, I have a digital copy, but that's me. Um, of course. Yeah, it's... Well, this is this is only for the purest of collectors. Yeah, I want it. But I also have the Twilight Zone movie on Laserdisc, so that's me. Um, so, don't listen to me. If you're a child, listen to this. Your parents suck. But also, do not be like me. Do not do it. <laughs> And, do, and stay away from Dick, because he will Absolutely. corrupt your heart. Don't don't meet Dick in a dark alley. You don't want to get a good Dick in a deep, dark alley. You don't want that. Don't well, just stay you away get, from the Goodwill too. He likes to hit, hang around the Goodwill. You get hit by a bus. He's gonna be like thump 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 with a book, you know, a Hitler book. They're giving us away for ten cents. Choke on this. Choke on this. Dick likes to go. He likes to. Entire economies on sale. He likes to go to the goodwill and recruit people into his cause. Choke on the dick of hate. Choke on it. That's what he's doing with his, uh, with his spare time. Only a fistful a of dick. You know what sucks is... Okay, I, I'm going to reiterate something just because I want this to be clear what we're doing. Patterns and Reckon for a Dream next... Reckon for a Headweight, sorry. Not working for a Dream. That'd be a whole other thing. Marlon Wayans will be on. Um, week after that, Seven Days of May, Planet of the Apes. That's where we're ending... Everything I have planned. After that, bingo fucking hopper. Oh, no. No, don't bring that back. All I want to say, guys, for For the 80s Twilight Zone, 2001 Twilight Zone, and Night Gallery. Just for the episodes? Yes. All of that's going in a big hopper, and we're choosing them completely at random. And we, I've never we already seen know they're going to suck, so it doesn't matter. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say I'm looking forward to Patterns. And I'm looking forward to Requiem for Heavyweight because we need a good week, a good strong week coming up. Next Seven days week. in May, dude. Come on. What? Seven days in May is the next week after that. John Frankenheimer movie. It's great. You know what's fun? Next week. Okay, Dick, it's just us because we don't talk about Frankenheimer. Yeah. Fine. We didn't do it, Frank. We, did, we didn't stroke his ego this time. You did earlier. Frank did. Well, Frank did. I, I enjoy a, fr- a good Frank time. Suck, sucking up to the boss. That's well, right. <laughs> dude, his name has Frank in it. Come on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Heimer. John Frankenheimer. You, you know it's a lot better, Frank? It has Frank in the movie Frankenhooker. You should watch that one. Good time. Frank, good beans. Yep. How'd make, you get make, the beans above the Frank? <laughs> make, make your shit smell better. 
All right, let's get out of here. Um, LAW Studios, tomorrow we are doing um, Frank, hot dog. Hammer House of Horror. I picked an episode. It's got the guy from Indiana Jones. Not the 15 people you're thinking of. Someone else from Indiana Jones. You'll find out tomorrow, guys. Seth Adams. Are we watching that live? Yes. And then we're also okay. doing uh, Ghost of Mars um, well, after that. Frank, are you going to join Carpenter? us? John Carpenter? Pay, pay We're not watching pay that attention. live, though. Pay attention. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. That's why I said pay we're, attention. That's you not, just literally describe what I told you. Pay attention. Oh, I wasn't doing that. That's why I said pay attention. So, <laughs> Frank, tomorrow we're gonna watch Hammer House of Horror together. Yes. And then we're gonna review Ghosts of Mars. So watch okay. Ghosts of Mars if if you want to in the next 24 hours or 18 hours, whatever the hell we're at. 20. I'll be there. All right. So same time, same station, same bat channel. Um, LAWstudios.com for me. RedDragonsRadio.com for me. www.RaidersLostFlakes.com for me. For me. Dick? www.Hatred.com Four W's. It's that hatred. There's that <laughs> much that hate involved. You have to, an extra W to go that deep in the web. <laughs> So much hate in the dark web. <laughs> it's it stands for World Wide Web of Whites. Whites World Wide Web. Worldwide White Warlocks for Frank <laughs> and Dick. The White World Wide Web. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Bray Links. I'm not racist. Dick Dick it in hell. <laughs> so long, citizens. I apologize to all the minorities involved here. It does not reflect uh, the views of LAW Studios. It does. It does a little bit. Dot com. I mean, it does a little bit. Right? The broadcast is ended. Just a little bit. Dick. Dick. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs>